Hey, beautiful. Welcome to Becoming You. My name is Shirley, and I'm a spiritual mindset coach on a mission to change the way women show up in the world. I want to have real conversations about all the things so that you, my listener, knows what's possible for your most extraordinary life. It's in our vulnerable times where we begin to grow and learn. Hey, life can be messy, and I want to share all of my stories so that each experience brings more evolution. Nothing is off the table. Let's see where we go. Pull up a chair, grab a journal, and your favorite snack. Welcome to the conversation. Welcome back to Becoming You. Uh, Today is a solo episode, and I feel like I feel like I may have had this conversation before because I've been in this place before. And it's interesting because I am always amazed at how easy it is to slip back into what we know, even if what we know isn't really great for us. Let me explain. Uh, A little while ago, One morning I woke up and my partner said to me, how are you feeling? And before I answered, I picked up my phone to check my technology scores. So I wear an aura ring and an aura ring is monitoring my daily activities, my stress level. One of the things I love the most about it is um, it monitors and tells you about your sleep and your recovery, which I am a little obsessed about. And I feel like sleep and recovery is one of the most important things for living a healthy, healthy lifestyle. And I had this moment, has this ever happened to you before where like, someone asks you something or you're doing something, and all of a sudden, you have this like feeling in the pit of your stomach, like, Oh, my God, what am I doing? And so what happened was, he asked, How did you sleep? first thing in the morning. And I checked my or score because that's what I usually do. When really what we need to do is be asking ourselves, how are we feeling today? And I mean, I know this, we live in a world with so much external feedback, so much technology, things are like ramping up in the world with, you know, AI and all of these things that we are forgetting to just ask ourselves, how are we feeling today? And so I put down my phone and I've done this before where like I've turned my ring off for like a good month to just go by how I feel. And interesting enough is I am such a feeling person. And then this kind of like, goes to what I always talk about is you are what you tell yourself. And so if I'm looking at this or score and my or score is like in the nineties and it's like telling me I'm a champion on my recovery and I'm going out and I'm pushing, you know, in a harder workout or a hike or doing something else that's like very um, physical, I'm not really checking in with myself on what I need, because I'm letting the data drive me. 
So I didn't turn my aura ring off because I'm I'm really kind of digging it these days, but it was a really good reminder to kind of bring myself back to how am I really feeling? Like what is really going on in my body these days? And so what we need to do is actually get quiet enough to listen to it. So this year I did a vision board towards the end of 2023. And I usually do a couple of year and I sat in front of this blank canvas for some time. And if I look back at past vision boards, they're filled with so many things. But this year's vision is spacious. And when I look at it, it's like it's like a big inhale. Like I can take a big inhale when I look at it because it has so much space. And what I realized is, I have been, I don't know, let's say I have been grasping and running and not paying all that much attention. And so this year is really about diving in. And it goes to what I said right at the beginning of this conversation is it's so easy to fall back into what's familiar even if we know it's not great for us. And so that pause in diving back into what it is that I really need really had me thinking about this again, because somewhere I have fallen back into my regular habit of go, go, go. Don't really pay attention. Look at the data, keep going. And I want to give myself enough space to slow down enough that I am moving in a way that reflects more space, that reflects the pause, that allows me to really understand internally what I really need for my overall well-being. And so I wanted to share this again because I have fallen back into the busyness. And I have my vision board right here. I'm I'm actually staring at it right now. And it's such a sweet reminder to plant the seeds that I really want and to step back to get a big enough picture to really tap in to see how it's all going. Because a lot of times we'll plant seeds and then we'll keep going and we get very narrow in what we're seeing where I actually want a bigger, broader perspective. And so I have some ideas, let's say five steps to tapping in. So pause this, grab a pen and paper, or re-listen to this a little later. But the first one is pause and reflect. You know, take regular breaks in your day to check in with your emotions. How are you feeling? And you can just ask yourself that question. How am I feeling right now? And then how am I really feeling? Because 
come on. A lot of times we're like, how am I feeling right now? And we're like, we're fine. And we keep going. But take that extra moment to be like, how am I really feeling? And maybe a few deep breaths. I know that my days run so much more smoothly when I have space in them. And so we think, oh, we don't have time for 10 minutes of quiet sitting. Um, there was a, there's a saying, I don't know who said it, but there's a saying that says, if you meet someone who tells you that they have no time to be meditating, then tell them to sit twice a day because it's in the space where the good things happen, where you can step away and maybe even it's not, you know, a half hour, maybe it's just five minutes of just mindfulness of deep breathing, deep breathing of stepping away from your environment. Um, And so that's step one, pause and reflect. Step two, identify and name how you're feeling. Identify your emotions. It can be as simple as just recognizing, are you feeling happy? Are you feeling stressed? Are you feeling overwhelmed at this moment? And notice where you are feeling them. Right now, I feel. And then give give it space to come up. Like right now, I am feeling extraordinary. I have had, as I'm filming this or recording this, I've had a beautiful, spacious morning. I've given myself a lot of time. I had a meditation. I had a workout. I got dressed. I put makeup on. And so how are you feeling? Identify the emotion that you are feeling. Um, And when you identify it, then you can address it appropriately. Like if if you are asking yourself that question and you are coming up with, I feel right now, I feel overwhelmed. You've named it. Maybe identify where you feel it and then step back and do something about it. Maybe it's time for a break. Number three, um, to check in with yourself journal. So a lot of times Things will come up during the day. I will put them in my phone. I'm getting better at actually going back at my notes. If I don't have time to journal, I'll just jot down a couple of voice memos in my phone and then go back to it at the end of the day to put them somewhere else, maybe in my journal. But regular journaling, your thoughts and your emotions really provide valuable insight and the insight to any patterns or triggers um, your overall state of mind. It's such a therapeutic way to reflect. And so I am a huge fan of journaling and I have lots of journaling um, techniques. I can journal about the future version of me. I love doing those types of journals. So I'm I'm writing it out as if, you know, if I'm inspired to do that. I will journal like free writing. So I'll put on like 20 minutes of quiet time 
uh, quiet music and I will just free write. No, no punctuation, no worry of spelling, no worry of grammar. I'll just write whatever is coming to my mind. And usually it starts off with, uh, right now I notice, and it's usually superficial. So I might say like, right now I notice the mess around my desk and the temperature in the room. When you stick to it, like pen to paper for 20 minutes, you start to access a space of your subconscious thoughts. And you would be really surprised at what comes up. I often don't journal about things that really worry me. I would do that more as a purge and not keep it. So if something was triggering me or if I was upset about something, I would journal, I would write it, not in my journal though. I would write it on a piece of paper, something I could tear up or burn or throw out. I don't want to keep hold of that. So I don't like to keep that kind of stuff. And that's just me. So that's number three, journaling, another way to tap in. Number four is the mind-body connection. So it is so important to connect with your body to really understand your emotional states. And activities such as exercise, yoga, meditation, they really help to ground us. And so... They bring awareness to our physical sensations. And so movement, get outside in nature. Maybe it's a hike. Maybe it's a walk, yoga, meditation, exercise. So mind-body connection. Another incredible way to tap into how you're feeling. And then number five, ask yourself some really key questions. So the first one is, how am I feeling right now? You know, and give it space. Maybe it's what might be causing these emotions, right? Like, is there something that was triggered? So what might be causing these emotions? Another really great, great question that I love is, what do I need at this moment? What do I need at this moment? And then maybe another question, the last question, like, an action question, like what actions can I take to address or improve how I'm feeling right now? So if you came up with right now, I am feeling overwhelmed. The next question might be, what do I need to do? I know when I'm feeling, and I'm just using overwhelmed as an, as, as an example, but overwhelmed, sad, depressed. Let's talk about those low vibe emotions. Maybe it's about moving your body. So making a mind body connection. Maybe it's about journaling. Maybe it's tapping into, you know, that direct emotion. Any of those lower vibe emotions, such as sadness, stress, anxiety, overwhelm, would require you to move your body, change what you're doing. So instead of sitting in it, um, and I'm, I am a fan of recognizing it. I'm not a fan of sitting in it. I think if you can tap into those types of emotions and really think about how you're feeling, then it's about moving your body. And a lot of times I'll just put on like one of my favorite songs and I'll just dance. I will just dance up and down maybe it's scream just had a, a conversation this morning just on whatsapp with one of my clients 
And she said, I'm feeling really unsettled today. And I said, well, maybe you need to eat something grounding, like some soup or stew where we live is a little quite chilly today. Maybe you need to dance, move your body. Maybe you need to take a pillow and scream into it to move the energy, right? And so those are like the five big things to tap into yourself. So number one is pause and reflect. So a few minutes of mindfulness, deep breathing, or stepping away. Number two, identify your emotions. Number three, journaling. Number four, mind-body connection, which is move. And number five are those key questions that I that I just gave you, which were, how am I feeling right now? What might be causing these emotions? What do I need at this moment? And what are some steps that I can do to improve this current state of being? Um, you get to check in with yourself more than just once. It's not about getting up in the morning and checking in. It's about consistently taking time and also trusting that if you ask yourself, you know, what do I need right now? Like, how do I really feel? That is you diving into your own internal data system instead of relying on the external data. Let me check my Fitbit score. Let me check how many steps did I take? Like, it's great. External data is really, really useful. I know in times like if my recovery has been really slow, it could even be an indication that I'm getting sick. So I've I've been very grateful for that. But we also have this internal data system that we're losing connection with. We're losing connection with. And that was the aha moment when I was asked, how, how are you feeling? To, how did you sleep last night? How are you feeling? So if we don't, it's like a muscle. If we don't use our internal data system, then it's going to get weak and we're not going to notice things. I am like super sensitive to my body, super sensitive to how I feel, but I can lose it quickly, which I also noticed. And I've been doing something you know, this daily check-in with myself for quite some time and it was still easy to fall back in. So I'm always, I'm always amazed by that. Um, so pay attention. Don't let the external data take over. We need to keep our systems strong. We need to keep our internal data system strong. Pay attention. Keep asking yourself. I think that's it. I think that's what I wanted to say this week. Um, I'm excited. I have some really cool uh, guests coming on. I'm really excited for 2024. If you have an idea of a conversation that like you would like to hear or a topic that you would like to hear about, do me a favor, shoot me a message. Let me know what you're thinking. If you're listening to this and you're like, I know exactly who you should have on your podcast, 
send them my way, please. I would love to have conversations. And if you are looking for ways to hang out with me in person, you can always find me teaching here in Collingwood, Ontario at Everlove, um, which is just downtown Collingwood. And you could join me on retreat. So April 6th to the 13th in Mexico, just outside of Puerto Vallarta, my retreat partner and I are hosting a beautiful all women's retreat called Reclaim. We have another one here in Ontario, July 19th, just outside of Kingston, Ontario at Bloom. And that is called The Gathering, also all women. You can join my teacher training program called Wisdom. And it is for women 40 plus who are ready to embark on a journey of self-discovery. So whether you want to teach or not, I have lots of women who have joined me for teacher training and it has just been to dive into more practices, more rituals, uh, more self-discovery of who they are. And that starts April. I'm really excited about this. This is the next, this is the next evolution of yoga teacher training. I have been teaching teacher training programs for over 15 years and this wisdom program is the next evolution. So we dive really deep into practices as well as teaching methodology, anatomy, coaching, all of the good things. And you can also always join my online membership called The Circle. And we gather online three times a month. And in the fall of 2024, I will be hosting an in-person weekend retreat for women who are part of that community. So these are the things I'm really excited about, cultivating more of that, more community, more sisterhood, more healing in community. I am just so lit up by the work that I'm doing, the healing that I'm doing for myself. When we heal pieces of ourselves, we are healing the world and the world needs more light workers to step in. As always, I have space for one-on-one coaching. So if that is your jam, you're interested in diving deeper into your own spiritual practices, into your own evolution of who you are meant to be, one-on-one coaching is a great opportunity. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. I love you. I really appreciate you. And I'm going to leave you with a question. My question is, what is one thing that you need to do for yourself to tap into your own inner wisdom? Let me know. Share this episode with anyone you think who might need to hear it. Tag me in your social media. Let me know. Answer that question. What's one thing you need to do to tap into your own wisdom? And I will see you next week with more of Becoming You. Thank you.